This is Plant-Based Briefing Episode 5, Animals in Testing, from the Society for Humane Science at forhumanescience.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast where I narrate a variety of posts with author permission on topics related to healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's post is from the Society for Humane Science. They're a Canadian nonprofit organization that works to promote better science without animals. Their mission is to build an ethical culture of science that respects animal life by promoting the reduction and replacement of animals in teaching, research, and testing. I first heard the co-founder, Dr. Elizabeth Ormandy, on the Animal Voices Vancouver podcast, where her discussion about animals used in high school biology classes brought back such awful memories for me. Yet she inspired me to look further into her organization and the topic in general, and to check whether animals are used for dissection in my daughter's high school. And I thought this post was fitting because this past Saturday was World Day for Animals in Labs. And while this post was written in the spring of 2020, stay tuned at the end for an exciting update on this topic from Dr. Ormandy. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Animals in Testing, from the Society for Humane Science at forhumanescience.org. Animals are used to test both the safety and effectiveness of therapeutic drugs, household products, cosmetics, chemicals, and a whole host of other products. The most contentious use of animals is in the testing of cosmetics, because the suffering endured by the animals is often deemed to outweigh the value to society of developing more effective cosmetic products, such as makeup or skin creams. The testing of therapeutic drugs tends to be considered more reasonable by certain people with arguments often reasoning that the efficacy and safety testing of drugs on animals is paramount to the development of new safe and effective medical and veterinary treatments. However, there is emerging evidence that calls into question the benefits of using animals to develop new drugs. Other chemicals, such as pesticides or household cleaners, are also tested on animals for their safety before they're allowed to go out into the market. Thankfully, there are growing numbers of effective non-animal alternatives that can replace the use of animals in testing. However, change is slow, and many countries have regulatory requirements that require animal testing. The first regulatory requirements to have shifted are those related to cosmetics, and there have been major changes in the EU and other countries in recent years. However, for all other types of product testing, animal use is still prevalent. Cosmetic testing. There are over 40 countries that have banned or restricted the use of animals for cosmetic testing, including all EU member states, Israel, Turkey, India, Taiwan, South Korea, New Zealand, and Guatemala. Here in Canada, the use of animals for cosmetics testing remains legal under the Food and Drug Act. However, Bill S-214, the Cruelty-Free Cosmetics Act, seeks to amend the Food and Drug Act to prohibit animal use for cosmetics testing. Bill S-214 was passed in the Canadian Senate in 2017, but remains to be passed through the House. Those interested in tracking the progress of the bill can do so via the Canadian Parliament. What are the alternatives? Since the EU banned the use of animals for cosmetics testing in 2009, many different in vitro non-animal tests to assess the safety of cosmetics have been developed. Let's look at a key metric in cosmetic testing, skin irritation. Skin irritation occurs when cosmetics penetrate the upper layers of the skin and damage cells underneath. 
In response, damaged cells produce an immune response, which can show as a reddening and or swelling. Since irritation is a local response, as opposed to a full-body response like an allergic reaction, it can be observed and measured in isolation, in this case on the reconstructed skin model. To assess skin irritation in vitro, researchers apply the test chemical to a 3D model of human epidermis, which closely mimics the biochemical and physiological properties of the upper parts of the human skin. A certain time after application, the cellular response is measured. There are many such tests that can be carried out using cell-based in vitro approaches. Biomedical testing. Animals are used in tests to predict toxicity and other safety variables, as well as the effectiveness of new drugs, vaccines, and medical devices. In fact, the use of animals to test the safety and effectiveness of new drugs or vaccines is required by law under the Food and Drug Act. Importantly, emerging evidence shows that 95% of drugs testing in animals fail at human clinical trial. So, while animals are still seen as the gold standard model by many in the scientific community, the continued use of animals is actually hindering scientific advancements, especially when it comes to the development of new drugs. For example, despite over 150 experimental treatments being tested in animals, not a single effective new stroke drug has been brought to market in the past 30 years. As another example, close to 100% of Alzheimer's drugs tested in animals fail when tested in humans. The continued use of animals for human drug development diverts scarce research funding to ineffective research strategies and unnecessarily delays progress towards treatments. What are the alternatives? The failure of animal models is resulting in a translation crisis that many scientists in various disciplines are responding to. There are a variety of non-animal, human-relevant methods that are being developed, validated, and implemented. Key technologies include organ-on-a-chip, organoids, computational modeling, 3D bioprinting, adverse outcome pathways, etc. For more details on each of these technologies, visit our Alternatives to Animals page. Chemical Testing Both new and existing chemicals are required to be tested on animals to assess their toxic effects. Animal testing for chemicals is required by laws like the Canadian Environmental Protection Act, SEPA, and the Food and Drug Act. However, there is a shift happening in other countries regarding chemical testing using animals. For example, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has committed to phasing out use of animals for testing by 2035. This decision comes due to the evolution and validation of effective and efficient non-animal test methods, which promise to save time and money when testing the many thousands of chemical agents for which there is currently no safety assessment data. In Canada, SEPA will be under review in 2020, and we will be encouraging amendments that specifically highlight non-animal test methods. What are the alternatives? Researchers have successfully created in vitro methods to identify severe eye irritants and substances that could cause allergic contact dermatitis. Computer programs with advanced systems based on large chemical databases can predict a chemical's toxicity, reducing the need for animal testing in some situations. For more details, visit our Alternatives to Animals page. 
You just listened to Animals in Testing from the Society for Humane Science at forhumanescience.org. The Post mentioned that Canada's Environmental Protection Act, which has provisions requiring chemical testing on animals, was going to be under review in 2020. Dr. Elizabeth Ormandy of the Society for Humane Science told me there's a fantastic update about chemical testing on animals. Thanks to the hard work of the Society for Humane Science along with Animal Justice and Humane Canada, just last week, the Canadian federal government announced proposed amendments. They'll include a provision focused on reducing the painful animal testing when assessing the risks that substances may pose on human health and the environment. The proposed amendments still have more hoops and reviews to go through, which means the work has to continue, but there's an opportunity to lobby for even stronger language. However, nothing's a done deal either, so it will be important to keep the pressure up, and individuals play an important role in this. If anyone's interested in more information on how they can help, visit their website, forhumanescience.org. And if you want more information about animal testing, I highly recommend you check out the short film, Test Subjects. You can find it at testsubjectsfilm.com. And this is the Plant-Based Briefing Podcast, and I'm your host, Marian Erickson. Please subscribe, share, review, and thanks for listening.